Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Masting Kit Podcast. I'm your host. Mastin Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time, uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that and my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mass and Kip podcast. Hey. Hey. What's up, man? I'm good. Good to see you. <sighs> Thanks. Um, one of my ahas was basically the last call on Thursday night when you were talking to a and how you uh, spoke about forgiving someone. Yes. And uh, I thought I had like done that basically some point in the past, but I really hadn't. And I was holding on to a lot of stuff, especially uh, some people at work, like my boss and some other people, because <laughs> I'm like really pissed off at work. That's like been a thing lately. Uh, so that was the most recent one that kind of uh, got me thinking. What did you do? Excuse me? You, you forgave somebody? Uh, basically, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to just get, uh, get past it with my boss, like not trying to like focus on hating her, whatever. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing a good job with it. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> no, no. You're not <laughs> it sounds I like the aha moment is I actually can hate my boss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, let's quit their jobs. Most people quit their bosses. Yeah. So, well, I, your boss, what are you going to do about it? Well, basically, for some time now, I want to uh, leave that job and go ah. do something else. All right, so a little bit of coaching on this, okay? Yeah, so, sure. I can sit here and just try to make peace with my boss, which is not going to happen. Okay. 
It's not. It's not going to happen. Or you can say, I'm using this intense negative association with my boss, and I'm going to thank her for being a catalyst for me to start my own business or to quit and go to where I want to go and to grow because this is an emotional experience that's creating so much pressure that I have to move. And it's probably been there for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a long time. To boil over. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can be peaceful and you can probably have a heart to heart with her and get to a place where there's a level of uh, civility, but probably this is an opportunity for you to make a move. Yeah. So what yeah, was that? I do want to do that. I basically want her to fire me because that's how I'm going to get my severance pay. That's how it works here in Greece. <laughs> uh, I don't get it if I quit. How much pay and- is it? Oh, it's about 30-something thousand euro, about 33,000, and I'm hoping that'll be... And what would you do with money? Well, um, that's part of, like, again, why I came to Claim Your Power, so I could, like, work it out in my head, because I do have the fear, anxiety of leaving something that's so well, certain. You have a fear and anxiety, working it out in your head is never going to work. you got to feel into it, man. Yeah. So what's your gut instinct on what you would do? Uh, well, I want to start something of my own, my own business, as you can what? see. There's oh, I dreamed about it, thought about it. A lot, a lot of guitars behind me. <laughs> I'd like to try to do something in music or uh, with uh, the whole guitar thing that I really like doing. Not like, that I'm the greatest guitar. guitar. Excuse me? Like teach people how to play guitar? Uh, yeah, that too, yeah. Or open up like a store and sell guitars or, I don't know. Or both? Stuff like that. I think it's probably easier to teach people how to play guitar to get started because you just do lessons over the, over the internet and there's no like overhead. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. True. You know, that would be amazing. And, um, uh, how'd you put this? Um, how certain are you that she's going to fire you? Um, well, that's part of the whole thing. I wanted to talk to her and, and ask her if she can do it. <laughs> Basically. I don't really want to be someone who's going to go into work and like cause trouble or whatever. Uh-huh. That's not really who I am. I'd rather just like tell her flat out, like, can you please just fire me and go do it? Okay. Why don't you do that on Monday? Uh, I wanted to know. Uh, I wanted to go to a lawyer first, and I called up uh, my lawyer, but she hasn't gotten back to me. How long ago was that? Uh, that was about two weeks ago now. You like that she hasn't gotten back to you? Well, yeah, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, you know, again, there's the certainty of like having a job and then there's the uncertainty and like walking into that. That's right. So, so here, here's the bottom line. Whenever anyone's in a position like this, right? So the position is this. I'm in a place I don't want to be. There's a place I do want to be, but the place that I am is still kind of comfortable. So I'm kind of okay being there. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. what you have to do is end the delusion that you'll do it one day and everything will be nice and comfortable and this perfect transition. And you got to make a, put a fork in the ground and say, you know what? I'm I'm actually going to burn the boats here. That's the goal. Right? So it means like, and to be honest, like your purpose and your business and whatever's next for you is probably worth way more than 30,000 euros. Like you're you're selling your soul for 30,000 euros. Like that's not really a good idea. Uh huh. Right. And uh, uh, one of my teachers and a good friend of mine, Kayla Mays, has a uh, whole 
body of work on um, archetypes. And one of the one that she's four archetypes she talks about called survival archetypes. Okay. And one of them, this sounds like a bad word, but it's not a bad word. So hear me out. One of the archetypes she talks about is called a prostitute. Okay. Now the prostitute archetype is what is your soul worth? What is your purpose worth? What is your, you know, mission on this planet worth? What is your creativity worth? Sounds like yours is worth about 30,000 euros. I bet if it was 20,000, you'd probably still stay. And if it was 10,000, you'd probably still stay. You'd probably stay for 5,000. So it's probably worth a lot less than that to you right now. So this is an opportunity from an archetypal perspective. Archetypes are just universal energy patterns that we all recognize and understand, like the old wise mentor, like Obi-Wan Kenobi or Dumbledore or, you know, whoever, right? So the prostitute is something that we can all get an image of and an understanding of what it is. And this is someone who trades something sacred for something that is not sacred. That's kind of the idea of what the prostitute archetype stands for. So essentially, you're prostituting your soul for severance. And that's not something I would recommend doing. Now, if there's a smart, strategic way for you to exit quickly and get your severance package, I would recommend doing that. But I would recommend having a very short window on that because the frustration and the anger and the lack of expression that you're experiencing is far more costly than 30,000 euros. Yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, because on Friday, I was like, uh, something happened at work and I just got like totally out of control. I had to like walk away and like then come back like after like 10 minutes, everyone was looking for me and I was just walking around the building. Sure. So, yeah. yeah here's the thing. Delay. You get to your deathbed, you would gladly give 80,000 euros, a million euros, all the euros for one more shot of an unlived life. Mm -hmm. right? So like what we're doing is we're getting out ahead of you and saying like, look, like you can change now or you can change later. Most people like the average person just waits for things to kind of get to a point where they have to change or they just settle. Right. Mm -hmm. My clients don't settle. What we do is we get proactive and we initiate change that requires a lot more courage, but the results are way greater. And the problem with this uh, uh, um, advice for you is that, I'm asking you to believe in a future you haven't ever experienced yet. So it seems almost impossible, but if I were you, I would go in, I would say, look, I would talk to the lawyer like ASAP and I'd get the advice and I would go and have the conversation. And if that doesn't work well, I would literally create an exit plan mm -hmm. by when like, I'm like, I'm giving I'm here's my notice. I'm leaving in two months or a month or three months or whatever it is. Here's my plan to replace myself. I'll train somebody like, yeah, and really take care of them. So like, you're like the best employee to ever quit ever right? Mm -hmm. Then what's going to happen is you're going to be scared, okay, which is good. And that fear is what will get you off your butt and into action. That's exactly what we want. That's not a survival pattern. That's a survival instinct. Mm -hmm. Right? So now most people just wait for life to do that for them. And it takes a decade or 10, right? Or three or four lifetimes. So what we're saying is let's just skip all that wasted time because how much is a year worth or a decade? Way more than 30,000 euros. Right? You can get money back. You cannot get time back. Yeah. Right? So yeah. my question is when are you going to make the change, not wait around for it? <laughs> uh, well, I need to call up the lawyer again tomorrow and get it done as soon as possible, as soon as you so – get... as as, let, let me just tell you something. Uh, who's your favorite guitar player? Uh, Joe Satriani. Okay. I don't know who that is. What band, what band, what band is Joe in? Uh, he's 
played with, uh, he's basically a solo artist. He's also played with Sammy Hagar, like recently. Oh, yeah, okay. Can you give me like maybe a more pop culture reference? Maybe Sammy Hagar? <laughs> or I don't know, Van Halen or something? Or Van Halen. Um, you like Van Halen? Yeah. Okay, we're talking about Van Halen, right? Mm-hmm. How did Van Halen become Van Halen? He did not, here's what he didn't do, okay? He did not think about his career and think to himself, Maybe I should get on that guitar thing one day. Maybe I should practice and just see what happens. Right? There was a level of dedication commitment. Could you imagine like someone like, uh, you know, the coach of a, someone who's going to win the World Series being like, all right, guys, so today we'll just practice and see what happens. <laughs> and, you know, whatever bass you feel like playing, just go play that, go play that position. Right? Like that's not how you get excellent results. Like you want a better result you want the better result without changing your behavior and that's insanity because it's never going to work to get the better result you have to change the behavior not anybody else and you got to do it with a deadline Mm -hmm. otherwise you're sort of a wandering generality at some point maybe i'll get around to it later or and then next you know 10 years ago yeah right so we want to be we want to go from being a wandering generality into what's called a meaningful specific Right? I'm making a specific deadline at a specific time with a specific meaning, which is, thank you, boss, for being the catalyst to get me off my ass. Thank you for being the catalyst to get me into my purpose. And I'm going to do it on Friday at noon. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll kind of sort of get to it. Right? General wanderingness, lack of specifics, maybe trying these are the words of somebody who will never do it yeah someone who's going to do it is like you know what i'm doing this on friday noon whether i have my lawyer's advice or not because i can't take it anymore and i'm going to stop waiting for the world to do for me what i should do for myself Mm -hmm. how's that resonate for you or not well again you know the anxiety kicks in but i know that you're right i mean i'm not trying to be pain but you know again I'm just... you're going to change your life and earn a living doing what you love and not have anxiety is the problem here mm-hmm. okay you are going to feel anxious either way mm-hmm. you're either going to have the anxiety of the life you could have lived or you're going to have the anxiety of creating the life that you want to live mm-hmm. which is seems scarier in the moment but later it's way better <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, you're going to be anxious either way. So pick your anxiety. The idea that I shouldn't be anxious is, I don't know, maybe that's like something that a shrink told you once. I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not reality for sure. You have this group, you have all the Kundalini yoga, you have the support, but what you got to do is recognize I got to earn it. And I've been resting on my laurels and I've been sitting here waiting for the life to do for me what I should do for myself. That's why I'm anxious. And actually, if I take this action, I'm not going to be anxious. I'm going to be excited. The only difference between anxiety and excitement, they're both fear. Anxiety is fear with negative anticipation. Excitement is fear with positive anticipation. So the only reason you would have anxiety is if you thought, well, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to die. Yeah, that, that also comes. I mean, I had that like, thought where I was trying to coach myself. And I was thinking, like, what am I really afraid of? And it was like, well, losing my job, then not finding anything, not making enough money, losing my house, you know, whatever, and then I die. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Join the human race. (laughs) 
right? Yeah. Not a good enough reason not to take action. And the truth is you can do it or not. If you don't, it's just going to continue to build the pressure and something's going to pop at some point. Yeah. Right. So let's just skip all that and design it by Friday noon. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. How easy it was. So agreeable. Let's give a round of applause, you guys. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.